countdown is on. Only a certain number of days until Brian Appalooza 2023. Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno, beginning at 10 a.m. Details at radradio.com. Got this email, uh, R-A-D, at radradio.com. It's from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. We are talking about, uh, it initially started with, like, the Dogwoods Resort canine can that we do on Rad TV during commercial breaks, but we're not doing it today because uh, we uh, ran out of videos because you all suck. Oh man. So we've had to do what we've done a few times before in the past. We've had to shame you and, and tell you to send in the <laughs> damn videos. And, and, and I conferred with Brandon during the break, made sure it wasn't just a showbiz thing that he was saying on the air. It is true. Many of you have responded. Definitely. We do appreciate thank it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We still need more. Keep them coming, please. Uh, recorded videos horizontally, RAD at radradio.com, and they don't even have to just be dogs. <laughs> and then it, it, we, we started talking about how, yes, but people will be judging what they see on the, the videos, including your, your home or where you live. And then we expanded it out to that's what happens when you leave your house. Whenever you're walking around in public, people are judging you. They're, they're not always, not everyone, but there is someone that you'll never know. Is like look, me. Looking at you, like, like Kyle's doing it, or looking at your car, looking at your hair, looking at who you're with, things like that, and they're making judgments. That's just how it works. Um, and, and Lisa wrote in, and she's on Kyle's train. She says, my husband and I are those people that judge you when you're out in public. We know the same happens to us. We don't care. It's just one of our favorite things to do. It's called people watching. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun to make up <laughs> hypothetical uh, fake stories that, that might be true in some levels. And it's and it's harmless because they never know. Yeah, you're just doing it with your person or or, or with yourself. And, and so it's and, and people just have to understand this is what it's like. We got a holiday pile. Christmas pie, Christmas pie. I can't wait to. Until Christmas oh my morning. Gosh, ho, ho, ho. Yes, you are. Eight days until Thanksgiving. Oh my God! It is a eight? week to, from tomorrow, oh. and only three days until Brian Palooza 2023 whoa, at the whoa. South 40 in the backyard in Reno. We will have rad turkey Brian sandwiches and a full bar. We will have live music from Fat Man and Robin and Winter Light. There's plenty to do there other than just see us, hug us, get a picture with us. You can also uh, play some uh, some pool. There's axe throwing. There's cornhole. There's bowling. Jesus. Newest arcade in Reno for the kids. Bring them along. We always have a lot of kids at Brian Palooza. And the Stupid Store. Super Store. We'll be on site with your last chance at uh, the 2023 proprietary brand, blend, brand, brand, blend of the Turkey Brine. Uh, and tons of rad swag. Little Charlie. Not little. Not all. We'll have a uh, 2023 three Christmas ornaments, and then customizable coffee mugs, tumblers, tote bags, all sorts of things. You can put the Brian Palooza logo on it, the Rad Radio logo, the Bad Radio logo. Uh, Those will all be available uh, in the Stupid Store as well. Super Store. And Big D and Mrs. Big D will be on hand from Dark One's Confection as well. I am just picturing this huge machine. Charlie's bringing to do all this. How big is this thing? Well, however big it is, it'll be bigger than he is. So that is all uh, this Saturday uh, at Brian Palooza in Reno. We hope to uh, see you there. It's all free. Uh, just come out. It starts at 10 a.m. Because we are only eight days away from Thanksgiving, more and more turkey mail is roaming in. So let's get to the email. If you have a question and you want the perfect turkey, Send us your question and we'll answer the best we can. It's turkey mail. If you go to radradio.com, we've got a couple different sections. It's pretty easy to find about the holiday recipes and then the holiday videos as well. Uh, we actually made videos of how to prep the turkey, uh, how to make my wife's uh, broccoli casserole, Yum. my mom's uh, stuffing, uh, mashed potatoes. They're all up there. You can watch us do it. The uh, recipes are posted as well. But if you have questions, as many people do throughout the year, Email us rad at radradio.com. We'll start with this one uh, from a Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Says, I have purchased my turkey. 
and it was frozen solid. I placed it in the fridge in my shed Friday. So last Friday. Okay. Uh, is this far too soon to have it in the fridge that long? It is still in its packaging. I trust Rad far more than Google any day. Oh. Um, I mean, it's, so you put a, you put a, a frozen turkey in the in the the shed or the refrigerator in your shed last Friday. Today is Wednesday. Have you checked it? Because I would bet it's pretty close to thawed out, which means it's going to sit in the fridge for how many days before you start the brining process. Today is Thursday. I brine on uh, Mondays. You can't brine too soon. It's just a matter of how long your turkey's going to sit in the fridge after you've brined it and become really, really, really purple. Here's the thing. Here, This would be my answer. I'm sure this is not the USDA's answer. My answer would be you're ahead of the game, but I wouldn't refreeze it and start the process over. I would just leave it in the fridge and – and it'll be fine. A fresh turkey sitting refrigerated for, for unopened for four or three or four days in the fridge in my house would be fine. So that's what I would do. I could see how I would do this probably as well. Him describing how frozen it was. I'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. This needs like extra, extra time. Well, you'd rather be ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is why, I mean, today is 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 Wednesday. Tomorrow's a week from Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, I, I would put I, I keep saying by Friday. I, I would put a fully frozen turkey in the refrigerator tomorrow. And it'll thaw out probably by by Saturday or Sunday, depending on how big it is. But at least now it's done. I don't have yeah. to worry about it because I need it done. Or I need it thawed by Monday. So say this Kyle takes his turkey out and like he brines on Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Could it sit in the Oof. fridge that long after brining, or is that a no go? I that I have dangerous. never I have never left a post brined turkey in the refrigerator for more than three days. Three days was the longest. Okay. And it it got, I mean it turned out great, but I know that visually. It's very jarring. The third day, it gets it goes from like a a, a pinkish purple to full on purple. Oh, damn! And I don't know the point at which it's been in there too long. I I would not feel comfortable with that many that many days of doing that. Uh, Ian wrote in, says I have cooked the family turkey many times using your recipes. This year, I'm getting a turkey from my father-in-law who raised this turkey <gasps> for slaughter. Yes! Oh my God, those are the best. It's going to be much bigger than anything I've ever cooked before. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm looking at a 30 to 40 pound turkey. <laughs> oh. Damn. Oh yes. The brine. <laughs> to what? That's an infant. <laughs> that, that's like a toddler, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Um, the, the brining is easy. You have explained that beautifully over the years, and I can do simple math as I am a man. But... <laughs> What worries me is the actual cooking process of such a large turkey. Is there something special or different I need to do for such a large bird? Or is this just simply a math problem and increase time according to weight and just monitor the temperature? Yes. It's all of that at the end. Uh, it is nothing more than extrapolating from what you think you know about, because there is no formula for this many minutes per pound. People tell you there is. There isn't. But you have an idea if you've done this over the years. I, I We did, what was it, a 27-pound turkey that Dawn and her husband raised? Oh, yeah, but there was um, a 30-pounder. And, uh, yeah, and it's, yes. We it's, raised it, a few of them. It was very simple. Yeah. It, it is exactly what you're saying, Ian. It, the, the biggest concern with turkeys that big is where you're going to cook them. <laughs> Do you have enough space? I, I, I smoked our giant turkey, and I had to shove that thing in there, and it, it barely fit. Um, but that's the that was the biggest concern I have. Most ovens can't fit, uh, or you you have to like go. The, the the trick if you're using the oven is you have to kind of go lower, and you now you're cooking the bird almost on the bottom rack, and that can affect the way that it's it's cooked. That's assuming you can get it in on the wide one. A lot of grills 
the grill lid won't cut or close depending on how big the turkey is. So as long as you know you've got space, it's just math, and it's just going to take longer. I wonder if you're near, did you say it was his father or father-in-law? Father-in-law. Yeah, I wonder if you guys are close. Like, maybe you could be in on the whole process, the defeathering, the killing of it. It's pretty cool if that's oh. something you would enjoy. It's I know I know my husband enjoyed it. I know Rob enjoyed it. Except the defeathering can be a little tricky. Doesn't really have anything to do with what we're talking about, but yeah, no, good. But it's a whole experience of the season. Yeah, you, yeah, by the way, how would you know? Uh, you weren't there. Uh, no, I was not there for the killing. So how would you know it's cool? Because I've heard it's a whole experience for you dudes, and yes, some girls do it. Just as, just because just people say something's cool doesn't mean it's cool. Hey, I'm just suggesting it, Williams. Of course that is true. No one was saying that wasn't. You did. You You're literally said. You literally said it's a cool experience. Well, it was a cool experience for people I know. How about there that? Does that make you feel better? Words matter. Uh, so, did you guys do all the defeathering? Because I remember yeah. last time I had a, a bird that was slaughtered. My uncle raised a few turkeys. The, he left a bunch of those little suckers, little feather pricks inside the turkey. It was a pain in the butt to eat. <laughs> they, they, it, it is a pain in the butt to defeather them. And yes, we did. And there were still a few stragglers that I found like the morning that I made it. It, it is a painstaking Did you process. guys do the spinner thing that they'll talk about? Yes, Don. Okay. Google it and we're going to get back to being relatable. <laughs> this is from uh, Brittany. My husband wants to smoke a turkey this year, but in order for the bird to be ready by 2 p.m., he would have to put it on by 6 a.m. The thing I'm worried about is my husband is not a morning person, and I don't trust that he'll get up by 5.30 to get the smoker ready. Oh, oh. <laughs> There's other issues there besides well, him not being a morning person. Wake him up. She knows her husband. <laughs> Can I pre-cook the turkey in the oven for a couple hours wrapped in foil on Thanksgiving morning before we transfer it to the smoker to speed up the cooking time like some people do with ribs? If I cook it like this... Will it dry out the turkey? If I pre-cook it in the oven, how much time does he subtract from the smoking time? So I'm going to go all the way back to my husband wants to smoke a turkey this year, but in order for the bird to be ready by 2 p.m., he would have to put it in by 6 a.m. Where does that come from? Has he done this before? Because the very first time I smoked a turkey, I did, I did endless research online and, 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 and got, I got as close. I took a, an, a, I guess a, a sample of all the different suggestions for how long you smoke a turkey for and at what temperature. And I came up with, okay, it's going to take, give or take, eight hours for the size of turkey I was making. That thing was done in four and a half hours. And every year since then, the, the, when, I, when I smoke a turkey, and I do, it, I do it low, 225 to 275, depending on the size of turkey, uh, that's degrees, um, it never takes as long as everyone says it's going to so that's my frustrating that's my well and you want again you got to be ready you got to be able to shift on the fly that's why you always are checking the temperature you don't put it in and go well everybody says it's going to take eight hours i'll check it at seven and a half your bird's going to be like the damn christmas vacation bird at that point (laughs) (laughs) even if you do use our brine Um, and that's why you're constantly checking because once once it was done at four and a half we our guests hadn't even arrived no big deal turn everything off let it rest Mm. And then I came back an hour before it was time to serve and, uh, and, and turned the heat back up, got the bird back to, te- to serving temperature, took it out. But you would rather have it done too soon than too late because now you're trying to mash it up with all the other sides. Yeah. So that's my first point uh, to Brittany, who's uh, married to the lazy guy who doesn't want to get up in the morning. <laughs> Why does he commit to doing this, but he's not going to get up? That would be question number two. <laughs> Another question would be, why do you have to eat at 2 p.m.? Can't you like? Aren't you hosting? You can move it around. But anyways, anyways, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you could, yes, you could pre-cook it a little bit. You're not getting the same essence of of the smoking flavor that you want because most of the smoking flavor gets into the bird at the beginning of the cook when it's not the the skin is not protected yet. It, it's raw. 
and so the smoke is getting absorbed into the flesh of the bird. You don't really want to do it later. You want to do it in the beginning. Also, the, the other point you made, now you're really screwing with trying to figure out how, when and how the bird's going to get done. I, I, you can do it. Yes, I've, I've done a similar thing like that. Your bird will not be dry if you do it correctly. I'm really more along the lines of, A, double-check your cooking time and where that came from, and, and B, set an alarm and get his ass. You said it. Get, you wake him up. Yeah. I, th- why, this, who said it? Why commit to something if you're not going to yeah, do it? Yeah, I did. I, listen, I don't know your life, and so I, I, I'm, we, we only comment on what is being told to us, so I don't know your life. Maybe he works overnights and he's a firefighter or a police officer. Like, things are missing. Yeah, you should have put that in there. As to why he doesn't get up. So all I have to go on is you know your husband won't get up. Because he's not a morning person and I don't trust that he'll get up. That's That's annoying to me. That is so lazy. That is like, I would, again, I don't know your life and I could be totally saying things that are not correct. I can only go off what's there. I feel like I'm, I'm raising another son or something. You can't get up. That's when you're a kid trying to learn how to get up. You're a grown ass man. Get up, do your duties, nap later. That's just, I just don't even comprehend that. By the way, so. uh, uh, Brian wrote in. I can't believe it, Brian was thinking the same thing I was because while Dawn was rambling there and you know demeaning your husband, <laughs> um, I was thinking, okay, well here's the other compromise, and Brian nailed it. He says, I smoke oh, my turkeys. Man. I do a four hour smoke and then I finish them in the oven. That would be that would be the way to do it. Is smoke it first and then finish it in the oven. Uh, so that he could sleep in till eight, you know, while he's sucking his thumb. Right? Oh. Gosh. Uh, hello there, Mimi. Good morning. <laughs> hello. Hey, you, you. Um, so I have um, a 21-pound turkey that I had to put in a friend's freezer because we didn't have room in our freezer. So my question is, what day should I pick it up from her to thaw on the counter and then time it to go from the counter into the brine? When do you want to brine it? Um, I guess enough time to put it in the fridge um, for the skin to get crispy. Okay, so so Monday or Tuesday would be brine day. I brine mine on Mondays and then prep it on Tuesdays, and it goes in the fridge for Tuesday night and Wednesday night to get the, the crispy skin. And, again, your turkey will turn pinkish-purple, for those of you that haven't heard that before. So uh, if you want – now, if you're going to – and I, I just have to say this. if you, I, I have no problem thawing out a turkey on the counter, although the USDA would say you should do it in the refrigerator. 21-pound uh, turkey, you want it ready by Monday, I would get it Friday. Uh, and and Because and, even if it thaws out by Saturday night, Sunday morning – um, it's not it's not going to go like horribly bad sitting somewhere and, and it doesn't have to sit on the counter as it thaws it can go in cooler places your garage uh, depending on where you live it's much cooler this time of year to keep it at a lower temperature but I, just to be safe like what we were talking before I would I would pick it up on Friday I initially thought she said she put her turkey in a French freezer I was like oh yeah, that's what I heard what's too. a French yeah, freezer I that <laughs> oh wow uh, you don't have to write for turkey mail you can do what Mimi did uh, 888-989-9811 we got this email from Deanne hey Deanne I've used your brine for many years and I almost always do a 22 to 24 pound turkey and i have only used one packet and it turns out great i leave it in the brine for your recommended one hour per pound i moved to wisconsin two years ago and introduced my turkey to my family here and now i am requested to make the turkey each year (laughs) thanks for making me look so good to my family yeah we the the brine is designed for up to an 18 pound turkey in terms of the quantity of it but you can there's always a little bit of flex room in there it's like it's like when your car if you have a modern car it, it tells you that your your engine oil is low 
or there's this percentage of gas left. That's not accurate. There's a built-in flex amount there. My, my wife called me in a panic last year or earlier this year. I forget. It all blurs together. Babe, babe, it says I only have eight more miles before I'm going to run out of gas. Like, that means you have 28. Just next gas station. Well, I think you guys thing. are so calm when you say that. It doesn't make us feel better because it says eight. Or whatever number it says. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to comment uh, on, on anyone's relationship other than mine. Man. My wife trusts me, and it does make her feel better. <laughs> um, well, she's not as crazy as I am. Wait, was there more to that? <laughs> oh, uh, so, yeah, so yeah, we recommend 18 pounds of a turkey, and then more than that, you want a little more brine. But if you go 22 you just go 22 hours, and yes, you will be you will be fine. Um, but uh, in terms of the turkey brine, it is still available uh, online in the stupid store. Superstore. At radradio.com, and we can still get it to you in time uh, if you want it shipped to you. Limited quantities available. So you might be thinking, eh, I'm just going to go out and get it. We've got a dozen retailers in Northern California, Northern Nevada. They are all listed at radradio.com as well in the stupid store. Superstore, actually. That are, uh, that are selling the brine. However, uh. one note, we have our first official sellout. Yes, it's that time of year. The brine is starting to go away. The flag store in Sparks no longer has turkey Baby. brine. And any of the stores listed, you should call ahead. Yeah, because they get low. They're, they're getting low on, on, on quantities. And another consideration, if you're thinking turkey brine and you haven't gotten yours yet, our buddies NorCal Gun Vault in Rockland Yay! are collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. If you bring in $20 worth of toys for donation, and they have to be new and unwrapped for Toys for Tots, new and unwrapped toys, $20 worth of toys, and a receipt of your purchase, they will give you a bag of the Rad Turkey Brine in appreciation. I love that so much. You actually spend less than the brine costs, and you do something good, something (laughs) helpful for kids, and you get the brine as well. So that's at NorCal Gun Vault in uh, Rockland. Penny wrote in, uh, and uh, we were talking about the, the woman who wrote in and said, I am my husband, and he's not a morning person. I don't trust him. So we started, well, why do you, why do you commit? And then Don had to really demean him. No. And uh, Penny said, this is a great turkey mail slash Dr. Rob crossover segment. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, Suzanne says, uh, Rob, can I cook the stuffing and the gravy the day before and then just heat it up on turkey day? Leftovers usually taste better the next day, but will these? Thanks for all the turkey advice. A lot of pre-prep questions coming in this year. Uh, I do, I do prep my uh, the so I do my crazy mom stuffing recipe, which is at radradio.com. Oh. I do that all the way up until there's two ways to do that. You can go all the way till you're gonna cook it, or you can cook it halfway and then take it out and refrigerate it, and it's ready. Yes, it's still good. And when you reheat it or cook it on Thanksgiving Day, you just make sure you have a, a chicken broth around the gravy. The, the question there would be how you're preparing the gravy because a lot of people think, well, how can you make gravy the day before because I'm making it from the drippings of, of the turkey. Well, I use turkey stock that I made the previous year. So I do make my – I make my gravy on Tuesday, uh, and it just gets thicker and, and, and more flavorful. So if you're doing it all that way, that's that, – yes, it's all fine. This is the first time in my life that I'm making – stuffing like your mom's stuffing rob like i've always when i've done stuffing a lot of times where we've been at your house or other places i've done like cornbread stuffing i've never done traditional stuffing i'm actually kind of nervous i mean the 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 recipe is clear it is clear as day and and i'm a pretty good cook but i'm still like oh my god i'm like so afraid it's gonna get mushy because you know that mush because it can it can look like it came out of the bird's butt Right, if things go wrong, so I'm just like, oh my lord, and, I might have a backup of the cornbread stuffing. And that that is that is a recipe where you do kind of have to adjust, adjust on the fly too with that one because it yeah. will look mushy, but then you have to remember, wait, a lot of this is going to cook out while I'm cooking it. So mm-hmm. I I always go the other way. I always put it into the oven 
not on not dry, but on the drier side because you can always add broth. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, hello there, uh, Matt. Good morning. <laughs> morning. Hey. Morning. So I have a question about your brine. Um, my sister is definitely allergic to oranges, and she found out that there's orange in allspice. I was just seeing if you guys put allspice in your brine. I don't think so. I wouldn't think so either because that is a distinct smell and the, spice. The issue, though, that because we've had this question usually over the years about nuts, yeah, and and it is it is produced in a fast a facility right that does have other might be exposed to nuts, yeah. But we don't know. We've never asked about allspice. Yeah, I, oh. I don't think so. The, I, I thought okay, wait. Well, we used to in the past have listed that form. Yeah, is it still up there? I mean, it might say. Brando, that would be a Brandon question. Yeah. Uh, I'm checking on it right now. Yeah, because and for those of you that are wondering, how can you not know? Because I, I, we, we partnered with 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 a few companies to create the brine, and what I do is I provide them the final ingredients list. And then they go, okay, well, from these fresh ingredients that he's making from scratch, here are the spices and the, the herbs and the dehydrated things that we use to recreate exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. So that's why I don't know exactly what they use because it's weird. Sometimes you would be surprised. Like sometimes uh, they need something that, that to taste like paprika and they use cinnamon. I mean, they're, like, they're, that's not a real example, but there's right, weird yeah. things like that, that that can happen. So, uh, But I just can't imagine that allspice, as Dawn said, it's so specifically – Specific. I really think we would have smelled that. Yeah, so I can I can reach out to our contact to find out specifically, but the chart that we have on the website really just gives the allergen list of like nuts and eggs and and wheats and soybeans that are in there. Um, but there's no mention of an allspice or, or oranges. oranges at okay. all. Yeah, which which should mean that it's not in there. And that poor thing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> to be allergic to oranges. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, Katie wrote in and said, I have a 22-pound turkey. The brine calls for an 18-pound. Uh, yeah, we've already answered all that. Some of these are duplicates. You never know what you're going to get to. Uh, this one is from Juan. Well, it takes Juan to know Juan. Credits are Mexican. Says this past weekend was awesome. Awesome. Filled with delicious food, copious amounts of hard alcohol, beer, games, uh, like spoons and beer pong, but with tequila. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, my Lord. Uh, we had a bunch of friends over. Uh, and uh, it's the second time that I cooked a turkey, and of course I used the rad brine, and it was a hit. Most of our guests' favorite part of dinner was the turkey, Aww. and they said it was because of the fact that it wasn't the bland, dry, chalk turkey that they're used to. Ugh. Because of these compliments, I want to spruce up the turkey the next time I make it by injecting it with flavors. But what is the best way to do so? And by that, what flavor combinations have been a favorite of yours, and what's the best way to get those flavors into the meat? They, they, they sell these injectors everywhere, grocery stores, you know, the, the aisle with all the... They have the, the tongs and the pans. There's there's injectors there. Uh, and so you mix up your 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 whatever marinade. I'll give you a couple ideas in a second. You're going to do. You mix it up, and uh, you just you just take the syringe, and you put it into your mixing bowl that has your injectable uh, liquid, and you suck it into the, the syringe, and then you poke the syringe. Do not go into the skin. You go under the skin. What? You do not want to put holes in your skin. That will dry everything out. How are you? What? You put it under the skin, right into the breast meat, right into the, the whatever you're going to inject. And and I do it multiple places all over the bird. And, and eventually, it'll, you'll start to give it a golf ball tumor of liquid. <laughs> and you, just, you push on that so that it spreads out whatever you're injecting into the bird. And you go deep. You go shallow. Uh, and get it, spread it all around. Uh, uh, chicken broth and butter are great if you're just trying to make sure it's super juicy. Flavors you can add. Apple cider. Uh, honey, 
Uh, some I haven't tried it yet. Some people are, are saying bourbon works really well. Uh, there there are so many wonderful flavors that go with with turkey, and I I just I don't limit yourself. So when you inject the the juices into the turkey. Do you have to put your hand under the skin and massage it in, or can you go over the top and find a little bump and just move it around? No, you got to get under that skin. Oh, really? and we, we show it in the video uh, that's posted at radradio.com how you delicately remove the skin from the breast. You lift it up. It's still attached. And then you go in there with your – and that's also how you season the bird. After you inject it, you want to get the seasonings on the meat, mm. not on the skin, on the actual meat so that it cooks into the meat. You, you need someone then who's capable of being gentle. Yes, it's very – that sounds like an easy thing that can be ripped. And then you're drying out your, your breast meat. Oh, my meat. gosh. Well, and I know you apple cider – because it's such a big thing right now still, apple cider vinegar. But you're saying apple cider. Yeah. So I, people know, right? Yeah, I don't vinegar, want a bird that tastes like vinegar. No. Yes, thank you for that clarification. <laughs> We're going to play Master of Movies right now. we got a $100 Visa gift card for you. We're going to give you a hint and play a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> droplets everywhere and no winner. You need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn. The Rob, anybody. anybody, and Dawn Show.